Hi, it's uh, Simon Clark here at uh, PDAC. Um, just wanted to tell you about the latest from American Lithium. We've had an excellent start to the year with our listing on NASDAQ uh, and a very robust uh, initial economic study on uh, TLC, which came out uh, just after the GM announcement in Thacker Pass, which was obviously huge uh, news for uh, the whole Claystone space. And the numbers we came out were certainly very robust and look good in the context of that report. So we're really excited. Uh, we're driving ahead. We, we're now moving that project into pre-feasibility, looking to pilot mid-year in lab conditions and get the pre-fees wrapped up during the balance of the year. We're also, as people will know, we're in the process of spinning out our uranium asset in Peru. That's uh, also well advanced and we would expect to be in a position to announce something definitive on that in the next few weeks here um, with, uh, you know, still looking to get that uh, project wrapped up during the first half of the year. So lots going on. And then, uh, you know, at Falchani, we're back on the ground drilling. And again, our goal is to move that project through pre-feasibility this year as well. So Matt, lots going on. Lots of milestones, and yeah, we're very excited about the year ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, so, so I'm excited, and I want to understand some of the things and the timing of some of these things this this year for sure. You've, you've had an absolute stonking start to the year. First two months of you've, you've flown out of the gates. You know, share, share price is up significantly. People are excited about the spin out for sure, but it, it's off the back of um, what the lithium price has done in, in the market over the last two years. I was in Australia recently, and all the Australian companies could do was talk about wanting to be a lithium company. So you, you kind of you seem to have timed it right, but you've also got to deliver on it. So in terms of the lithium component now, some, some nice background stories happening uh, there to kind of support you know what what, what you're doing. But what do you, what do you need to deliver this year on the lithium side of things before we get into the uranium? Yeah, I think I think what we want to do is to really continue to demonstrate that we can move these projects forward quickly towards production in a reasonable time frame, Matt. And so, you know, for that, as you as you know, with our pre with our PEA at uh, TLC, we we really slowed down to speed up. Um, as you know, we brought in the technical team who discovered Falchani when we made the acquisition of Plateau. And we do talk about them as our third asset because, you know, they they found that asset, they took it through resource, very robust PEA and, and proved you could produce battery grade all within two years. And so when they came on board, we really wanted them to understand TLC and help us come out with a robust PEA that will then very much leverage the move through pre-fees. So that's what we're we're looking to do there. We're looking to get that done, you know, during the balance of the year, maybe early 2024 at the latest. Um, and meanwhile, at Falchani, yes, we've had some delays because of the political situation over the last year or two, but we're actually sensing that things are really opening up there. We haven't waited for them to. We've, um, as you know, we've continued to push the met work through at, at ansto we did get drilling through our eia and we will um we will also drive that pre-fees this year I, I think the difference after that matt is in the us it then probably takes us 18 months to permit a mine whereas in um, peru calchani is deemed a non-metal and it's a six-month process so 
you know, I think whereas we're probably looking at back half of 27 for first production at TLC, I think we we can be a year earlier in Peru. So again, you know, for us, it's driving those projects ahead, leveraging, there's been loads of work done on both, and we really want to leverage that now and and, and start to fast track things. Okay, right. So you've, you've got a bit of optionality there in terms of, you know, the, the, the different projects. Um, obviously, the, the PEA suggests a, you know, $3.6 billion project at, at 20,000 um, uh, per, per ton um, lithium. But you, you've got optionality there. And I think what, what we, the investors, what the market wants to see, and quite frankly, what um, the, sort of the, the industrial complex in terms of the battery metals wants to see are companies that can actually deliver, right? So timing is, is everything, but deliver, delivery is really w- w- what this thing's about. So in terms of moving through those phases for you, building the team, do you need to build the team? Do you think you're going to have access to the capital that you need to be able to kind of deliver on some of the plans that you've, you've, you've talked about there for the lithium? Yeah, so Matt, that's a great question. Um, we have not entered into strategic partnerships or discussions on offtake over the last year or two. I mean, we've had lots of interest, especially at, at Falchani, as you, as you would imagine. But we really wanted to get to a point where we were comfortable with both projects, where we knew what project we could produce out of, you know, from the various assets. And, um, you know, it, it, we really wanted to understand it all. So. We now do. We've, we're a blank canvas. We have no offtake. We sign. We have no strategic partners. We're not looking for capital. We've well capitalized. So, you know, that makes those discussions easier because, you know, we're not beholden to anyone, you know, trying to squeeze us because, you know, we've got capital needs. We're looking for players who can really help us drive these projects ahead. You know, we certainly have the team, Matt, to take both through pre-fees. You know, and DRA would be would be our global lead engineers on that. And they're they're a deep team. They understand both projects very well now. As you move into bankable fees and permitting mines next year, then obviously things get a good deal more complicated. And at that point, you know, you know, assuming we remain independent at that point, then you know, obviously we're hiring more mining engineers, building up the team, getting project leads for each project, that kind of thing. But you know, in the short term for us, I think it's important that we start to look at some of the strategic options that are out there to add a lot of the relationships, the knowledge base, you know, and, and, and you know, lithium is complicated at the end of the day. And so, you know, we, as you know, we have good relationships with a number of the big players. We're now seeing the autos getting more and more aggressively into things. Um, you know, we were at BMO last week and in two and a half days, we had 48 meetings. You know, I was absolutely bloody knackered to tell you the truth, but it was uh, half-hour slots, a lot of strategics that were interested, a lot of investment funds. You know, and, and and I take your point on the investor side. I still think there's an awful lot of money sitting on the sidelines watching developments that are waiting for the right time to come in. And I and I think GM's GM's investment in Thacker was a huge endorsement for Playstones in general as was the DOE, you know, providing funding to Ioneer to build a mine even before they've got their permits in place. So, you know, there's lots happening and we're now at the point where we have completely clean sheet 
and lots of people interested in what we're doing. Well, well I think that's, that's an interesting point. You've, two interesting points I've got out of this conversation is the fact that you know the automotive companies have got you know big balance sheets and can deploy a lot of capital if they get the confidence that um, the, the the assets that they're investing in can actually produce and deliver. In this case, lithium. Uh, right, you know, we we the mining industry are a very small industry, so so the automotive industry is starting to move upstream is is really really good news. But it comes back to the thing of around timing, because uh, right now lithium prices are you know pretty darn high. You know, is there going as companies start to produce, there'll be a little bit of a knock on effect in terms of you know not necessarily oversupply, but more supply in the market will will kind of you know, keep the prices down at a level, which may make it less interesting for all of these new entrants looking to come in. Because when I was in Australia, lots of new companies trying to become lithium companies. I, in, in, in Canada, we've seen lots of companies segueing over from precious metals to lithium or whatever it is into lithium. They're trying to jump on the bandwagon, but perhaps they're too late. So for guys like you, timing it like you have, it's it's kind of interesting to me. It's because it's almost a defensible position. Isn't Absolutely. It? I mean, I I often think it's best not to be the number one out the gates, um, but you also don't want to be last. You know, you're you're the um, second or third along the road. And so for us, you know, we've seen what's happened at Thacker. We've seen where they've done good things. We've seen where they've made mistakes. We've learned from that. You know, again, we don't have their environmental issues. We don't have their water table issues. You know, we're kind of blessed in our location, but we've also seen the issues that they've had with some of the native tribes in the U.S. And you know, we've got ahead of that by by meeting the local tribes early and trying to engage them in the process, which I think is a good step. It's just one example, I think, of how we've tried to be proactive. And you know, as I said, we kept we we, we kept our heads down. We didn't want to come out with a PA that could be ripped apart, you know, perhaps before we were ready. And yes, you know, I think some people were thinking, you know, why did it take these guys so long? But lithium is complicated. And we now know a lot about our deposit. We know what we have to do. We've got, you know, we've got a great um, template, if you like, in terms of both Thacker and Ionia. And I think we can really start to fast track things now because we've laid the foundations very well. Okay. Well, um, so that, that seems to be advancing nicely. And obviously, we, we talked at, um, in Cape Town with regards to the PEA, which is great. But I want to talk about this. Can you see this? Oh, yes. Yes. Can you see this? Not, not about my life choices about getting henna tattoos whilst on holiday, <laughs> but what it actually says, which is upside down, uranium. So that's the big thing that people are talking about. Perhaps where you've kind of seen this big response in the marketplace. People excited about how you are going to time the spin-out of the uranium asset. So Yeah, absolutely. Any... I mean, first, firstly, we're one of the main uranium sponsors for Uranium Evening at PDAC this year. So, you know, you can see how important it is. Um, you know, clearly, clearly, Matt, we don't get... We've started people to recognize that we have this uranium asset at last, but it's certainly not reflected in our stock price. Um, you know, I think the market is aware just what a big asset it is and, and you know, how what a great asset it is because, you know, we continue to get more and more inquiries on it. So, you know, I think the timing is right. I mean, obviously, you know, with the, the, the things that were happening in Peru, we wanted to make sure that the, the, the teams were back on the ground. 
before we sort of came out with anything definitive on it. And, you know, our, 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 our camp is open again. We're, we're back working up on the plateau, you know, mainly on the lithium side. But I think we're now at the point where it makes sense, you know, once, once all the, the bankers and everyone are back after PDAC and focused on things, I think it'll make sense for us to drive ahead, you know, get the definitive agreement signed on it and start the process to, to spin this wonderful asset out into its own listed vehicle. And, you know, we're, we're fully committed to that and we're well on the path. We've just been waiting for the right time. And I, I think that's coming, Matt. I mean, obviously, uranium continues to be hot and there's so much uh, work that can be done quickly on that asset and you know as you know it's got a big most analysts value it at two to three hundred million nav so i think when we put it into its own vehicle it can trade up nicely it can get its a, a good market cap on its own um and you know i think that project i think ansto described it to us it's not the best certainly one of the best and simplest flow sheets that they've seen in the uranium world so it's a it, it's a cracker but i mean obviously it gets hidden where it is now so so we will be driving that ahead okay so um as I'm, you've got to time that right i mean the conversation today is all about timing right now i think that, that this isn't the you know makasani is no different you've got to time that in the context of and then the backdrop of what's happening in the uranium space it seems to have gone a little bit Naval gazing at the at the moment. So we'll we'll see what happens by the end of this first quarter here. I mean, some of the other things that you you kind of delivered on, obviously the royalty buyback on on, on TLC um, w w was was a big part of this. But can you just can you give us any sort of insight into well, the, the cash position at the moment is is obviously you know quite reasonable. Do you have to kind of tap the market up this year? No, I, I mean we have about forty million in the bank, um, you know, against the budget of twenty three million. Uh, so, you know, we're going to spend a lot. And, and as, as you might imagine, all of that is on the lithium projects because we, we want uh, Makasani to be in its own vehicle when they start to advance the work. Obviously, that, that we, we want the work to really drive that, that vehicle ahead in its own right. So we've, we're focused on our budget on the lithium. We also have a lot of in-the-money dilutants matters. You know, I think we have about 60 million U.S., that either has a fuse of late this year or, or May of next year. And so we, we're already seeing, you know, every time we go over four bucks, we start to see a lot of that money come in. So at this point, we're, we're very much self-funded. As I say, we've got 40 million in the kitty. Um, and, you know, so we're not looking to raise capital for capital's sake. As, as I say, if, the, if we had to give some capital up to bring in the right strategic partner, we would look at that, but your point on the royalty is a good thing. We're completely unencumbered, no royalties, no offtakes, no debt. Um, so we're very clean. And I, I, think, I think we're attractive to the strategics from that viewpoint. Certainly, that's well, the feedback in, I'm getting. You, you mentioned BMO um, down in Miami, and I don't know if you were down at any of the other events down there. And obviously, PDAC, PDAC is, is um, you know, f filled with strategics. It's, it's filled with, um, you know, capital um looking to well people looking to deploy capital what is it that they're looking for does it come to come back to this thing about there's lots of lots of lithium companies but so far very few have actually delivered you know the 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 dle guys have you know yet to prove that they're going to be able to get over the line uh, it is a very technical um metal generally whether you're brine hard rock 
or, or, or clays. Um, what, what is it that the, the big guys are looking for you to deliver before they would then, you know, take a step yeah, forward? Yeah, so, I, I mean, I was at the Benchmark um, Conference in LA in November, and one of the senior guys from GM stood up and he said, we've bet the farm on this. There is no going back. You know, this is, this is real. Like, I still, that disconnect, I think, is still there from some institutional, more mainstream institutional money. But the strategics certainly understand that they have bet the farm on this. They can't go back to ICEs. You have all of these mandates coming up. And so they have to secure supply. I mean, governments in the West have not moved fast enough. And so they're taking matters into their own hands. I mean, if you're GM, are you going to wait for someone to say, okay, you can buy your lithium here, or you're going to go out and take the steps to absolutely secure it. And that's what we're seeing happening. So I think to your question, offtake is crucially important to a lot of the end users and being able to secure offtake, not just in the near term, but in the medium to long term. And so, you know, they're looking at all of that. And as, as GM said, they need, they need hundreds and thousands of tons of, uh, of lithium you know, just what they secured at GM is a good start for them, but they need a lot more than that. And and then you're looking at Ford, you know, VW, uh, Mercedes. They're all in the same boat. So so that's one driver. I think on the on the flip side, Matt, you then have a lot of the mining companies who've stayed away from uranium from lithiums to this state. Now you're seeing with Rio getting in 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 in, uh, in Argentina, and you know. We've had a number of the other big majors asking us quietly questions on it. There's also the specialty uh, lithium companies like Albemarle and Livent, who are, are probably prefaced more as chemical companies historically, but they all have huge growth targets. Um, and, you know, they've gone on record to me and said, you, you, you know, meet our geology department. And it's one guy. And in front of him, they've said, we're crap at geology. And he's there and he goes, yes, we're crap at geology because they're chemical guys. They like to process. So they need companies like us that can, you know, are really good at exploring, discovering, developing assets that then can go into their portfolio or they can partner on to bring in more production as they move forward. So I think you've got the two limbs. You've got the end users wanting to lock up supply. And then you've got the big mining and the specialty mining companies who need to bring on more projects. Well, I think let's just leave you with one last thought, really, which is the feedback that we've been getting from, you know, the rest conferences down in the States, Miami, et cetera. Um, and early conversations up here in PDAC is the fact that the gold companies are feeling a little bit unloved because <laughs> everyone is piling into um, EV, so the, the battery metals, and the energy companies, you know, so they're, they're going, well, hang, hang on a sec. You know, gold has always led from the front. And now everyone is very, very keen, taking a keen interest on all these battery um, battery metals. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's a different time. It, it is, like and it's part of that time. thesis as well, Matt. You're seeing a lot of interest in copper, as I'm sure you know. I mean, a lot of people are starting to see that as a battery metal as well. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited you know, about this as, 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 as an owner of a, of a copper company. Yeah. I, I mean, nickel somewhat, but 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 yeah, absolutely. But but nickel's dependent on NCM more than anything, and I think a lot of people are actually starting to say LFP is a bigger and bigger place, even in the US. 
So, yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting times. So, well, like, I better let you crack on, press the flesh. Um, you know, um, you know, you know, and walk the streets, as it were. <laughs> um, telling your story. Um, we'll we'll see you off the back of um, PDAC, PDAC. It looks rammed. People are super super excited and. Um, Appreciate making time for us. Thank you. Thanks again, Matt, and uh, good luck to the Irish. I really hope Scotland uh, beat you guys, but uh, you know, I'm I'm a little worried. <laughs> oh, I no, you're breaking up there. I can't hear that at all. Go Scotland. <laughs>